Uh, yo, what's up? It's Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. We are back with Season 2. We know it's been a little bit, so to make up for that, we got some killer regional bands on this season. And to kick things off, we got an episode here for you with Implements of Hell. We thank you guys so much for the support, all of the kind words. I know I sound like a goddamn broken record when I say that, but it means the world to us. Thank you so much for all of the support. So let's get on with this episode. What's up, guys? Uh, another episode of Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon here. Um, currently, I'm up in Longmont with uh, the boys in Crown Magnetar. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? So you guys played a show up here for uh, the Black Grass, not Bluegrass, the Black Grass Metal Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys were awesome. How'd you like uh, playing outside again? It was good, man. It was uh, a little hot. Our, our friends in Poolside asked us to play the show like a couple months ago. So hell yeah! How, how did that? About it. How did that show come together though? Like who who put it together? Do you know? Brandon put the whole thing together and met up with the Poolside boys, and the Poolside oh, boys like met up with everybody else and made the connections. Okay. Okay. So uh, you guys have been in band together for quite a while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how'd you guys uh, form? Um, so oh, oh, this guy back here. Yeah, He's um, the answer to that. Back answer in um, 2014, the very tail end of uh, 2013, um, I was making music with um, another our old guitarist. Mm-hmm. And then, um, believe it or not, the old vocalist, Alex Denniston, mm-hmm. uh, one day we were just jamming. We had no intentions of being a band, but he came in, and as we were jamming, he just started screaming along to it. And I thought, hell, dude, we might as well start a band. And... Here we are, and then over the course of about a year from that point, I ended up recruiting everyone else that's in the band currently, and we've just been going ever since. So you, you kind of maintain the same lineup, right? Yeah, basically. Okay. I mean, the old, old crown was just, <laughs> it was just like the guys that I basically started it with. They all kind of all wanted to do other stuff, and these were the guys that were willing to take it serious. So. Okay, right yeah, on. Yeah, right the only one that was from the OG lineup. But. <clears throat> okay. This is the lineup that uh, has all... Done and been involved with all of our release materials, so okay. we kind of like say okay. that the band restarted then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so you guys have uh, a couple tours under your belt, am I mistaken? Yeah, we have a f- probably uh, we have like four, four and a few four. runs. Um, we did our EP release tour, um, in what two early 2017, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like with so Poolside the Flamingo, yep, yep. 2018. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, not like sure, sorry, but um. Yeah, we did that. Uh, that was about two weeks, and um, we've done a couple other runs, two-week runs with Underlier from Canada and our buddies and Kill from uh, Alabama in the South. Oh yeah. And uh, in between there, we've you know done some weekenders and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we've been trying to get on the road as much as we can, pretty oh, much yeah. since we've uh, put out the EP. Um, how's the? Uh, I I've only been to Colorado Springs, which is where you guys are from, mm-hmm. uh, only a handful of times. Um, how would you guys say the metal scene down there, like, is it any more different than, um, Denver's music scene, you would say, or? I'd say it, like, varies a little bit. Honestly, the scene is one giant state of a scene. Mm -hmm. Like, Denver, Fort Collins, and Colorado Springs, we all, like, are part of one massive scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people try to subdivide it into every, like, city, Mm -hmm. but that's really not how it works. I mean, like, Poolside, for example, they're up here. They're from this area, like, Longmont. Yeah. Um, but you know we're more than happy to come play shows up here with them, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they're more than happy to come down to Colorado Springs and play shows down there with us. Right. Yeah. A lot of hardcore bills and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. The Colorado mm-hmm. Springs scene is really hardcore prominent. There's a 
yeah. a lot of like hardcore bands around. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean Colorado in general. I mean everywhere is yeah, kind of like yeah, that now. Yeah, yeah, because like you know I I think that uh, you know a lot of like more hardcore music is slowly starting to like you know catch on a little bit more. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah, quite a bit. Those, those shows are starting to get a little bit more packed, you know, and yeah. you're getting more fans, which is, you know, that's really cool. And we all independently love that genre of music also. And oh, yeah. Granted, we play, like, you know, Tech Death or Deathcore, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. but um, there's, you know, we've, we've gotten to play some uh, awesome shows with a bunch of our friends who are in, like, some of the badass, most badass hardcore bands in the state, so, mm-hmm. like, we love that stuff, too. We don't really think of it as, like... Any type of like you know tug of war by any means. And right. Yeah. Yeah. The more awesome bands there are in the state, then you know it's just better. Oh for, yeah. For everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go around the vehicle real quick. Um, what would you guys say is your favorite local bands right now? My favorite local bands for a long time have been Poolside the Flamingo and okay. Remain Sustained. Okay. And I haven't sure heard that one in a while. I just made it hard for everyone else yeah. because God, they yeah. all love those bands. And oh yeah, they're all out there on the road grinding and uh, kicking ass, and they're just great people, and they're so awesome to see live every time we see them. So I just have always loved them. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Plus Side's been around for quite a minute. Yeah, they yeah. were around for you know they were playing music when I was in like you know twelve years old, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and they're still like uh, they're still amazing to see. So. Oh yeah, yeah, they haven't lost their touch. No, no. So uh. What's your favorite local band back there? Oh, man. So we got... I would... So I have to say, Poolside of the Flamingo is ultimately one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Of, like, all time, or...? Like, locally-wise. Like, I love the fact that they have that, like, MySpace deathcore sound. Yeah, they yeah. They keep that shit. They don't change it. Mm-hmm. Like, every other band has. They keep that shit. Oh, yeah. And I love the fuck out of it. I'd say Remaining Sustain as well. They're one of the cleanest bands you can ever like see live. I love watching them. Mm. And also the boys in Soul Forensics. Oh, fuck man. yeah. I love watching Soul Forensics play, man. They're fuck yeah. great deathcore. They're real intricate. I love watching those boys play. Fuck real yeah. cool dudes. Love kicking with them. Oh, yeah. I'd say those are my top three right there. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, for you? me, definitely Remaining Sustain and Paula Silla. I think that band is... Uh, Arguably the most talented band in Colorado, and they definitely don't get enough credit. For no, them. they That's don't. Really and like, you're absolutely dude. fucking right. And like, it's it's been a while since I've seen those guys, you know, play live, and they just kind of fucking blew me away today mm-hmm. with like their, you know, the change in their sound, you know, and that that was pretty awesome. Like, yeah, I, their album's really fucking good. I just bought a copy today. <laughs> yeah. So. Got to got to support the boys, yeah, definitely. And then um, they're also playing with uh, Beyond Creation here soon. Mm, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna be at that. Show. Oh yeah, me too, me too. Last but not least. Oh yeah, so definitely follow Scylla. Love those dudes. <coughs> like they put on an excellent show. Not to you know, copycat or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it it is true. It, I mean they're they're still so young too. That's yeah. the they're other insanely thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. All of them as so musicians. Yeah. yeah Individually, like, they're all fucking. Guillermo's all a great bassist. Fucking um, Derek's a great guitarist. Grapple you know. is stupid good at guitar. Oh, yeah. Days, bro. Yeah. He's, he's on to some shit, bro. He's, he, he might be on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I want whatever the fuck it is, bro. <laughs> some guitar playing. Guitar, player, guitar bro. playing enhancement drugs. 
but also make your dick really <coughs> hard for some reason. GG's. <laughs> Reaffirming shout outs, remain in sustain, and isn't Vale and Nath from Denver? Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, album is dude, fucking fire. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I mean, they're from amazing. Denver, but they're, you know. They're not like local band status, I guess. Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we definitely love Vale, though. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we also have a member of, uh, And Health followed with, with us. Yay. What the fuck? How did you, how did you join? Like, what, what, um, how did that come about, man? Pretty much, it was, honestly, it's, it's pretty lucky. Um, so, I had added them, and I know that their page, because obviously I've been a fan of them for years, mm-hmm. they were posting, you know, just computer, like, screenshot updates of music they were playing. Well, yeah. when I had uploaded just a couple drum videos, um, I was actually getting likes from Patrick Hahn, who is the original guitarist in and help followed with he wrote proprioception mm. and um i literally just decided hey you know what i'll just message him and just see if maybe they need a drummer you know what i mean yeah and um it actually turns out they did have another guy i don't remember what his name was but um he ended up just flaking and then uh, i ended up getting the spot i just had to send in some playthrough videos and then that's it the rest is uh going as it is hell yeah and then uh you also got a tour coming up here soon yeah, it's with uh, Widowmaker, Weeping Wound, and Victims. It's gonna be ghost run. Does Victims like ever go home? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty convinced that they just live like on the road. Like they have a friend probably in every goddamn state. Yeah. That they could just. Yeah, and it's <laughs> every time I turn my back, it seems like they're always announcing a tour. And it's yep. like Jesus Christ! Like, do you Victims have? They're grinding hard. Yeah, yeah right they now. are. They're they're getting that guap. Bad props to them. They're getting that guap, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That guano. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Metal money. Metal money. <laughs> Death <laughs> money, boys. Um, were you guys in any other previous bands uh, before Crown Magnetar came up? Or? <laughs> I was in, like, 20 bands before this happened. Oh, shit. I used to play drums. Okay. And I've, like, evolved into playing bass at this point in my life. But mm-hmm. These guys used to play it's, in a band called I'm Malevolence. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dan and Nick, and it was a uh, very, very deathcore band, and it's actually how I ended up meeting them. Um, yeah, me and Nick made on Craigslist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnam flashback. The future Crazy. of the world, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, we started a band, and then we played shows with the uh, old version of Crown Magnetar and got absorbed into it, and then we played uh, yeah, a bunch of cool shows, and now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Made an EP. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, you guys also um, you re-released your uh, your EP in a little slipcase digipack too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, like I, I noticed that like at your merch table. Today. Yeah, yeah. I was that like, was oh, uh, shit. honestly we just we've run out of physicals from just being on the road, so we just uh, did another one. But did, on yeah, a, just got some new ones printed basically. Yeah, it was courtesy yeah. of Great Courage from Chuckcore. Um, he offered to do it. For okay, literally free. So of oh, course shit. You pass it so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually our our. Uh, EP the Prophet discusses on the Chuggore store online right now. Oh, oh shit! Um, Definitely go check that out, guys. Yeah. Max that they had. So that's, okay. that's there. Uh, and yeah, we just got uh, some physicals out of the deal too. So okay, right on, right on. Um, let's uh, let's step away from the music. Um, what do you guys do for a living? I move furniture. That <laughs> sounds like fun. You're telling me, bro. When people have 450-pound <laughs> armoire that has to go down the fucking stairs to the truck or up the stairs or pianos and shit, dude, Ooh. my job fucking sucks. But I, I, I make that shit happen because I got to pay bills. Because you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, my bills ain't going to pay themselves. I got to make some money at some point. Oh, yeah. I'm not a super smart person, so I can move furniture. You know? <laughs> I'm content with that. 
Yeah. It, it, it pays well, right? Oh, yeah. It pays really well. If oh, you're real cool. good at it, you get... It pays really well. Fuck, yeah. Uh, I just work on an Air Force base. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. I work on Peterson Air Force Base in Colorado Springs. Oh, wow. Um, they're great to me. They give me all the time I need off to do all this music stuff, so it's pretty awesome. Nice, nice. Hell, yeah. I uh, own a company called Ivy Wild Media. Shameless plug. We do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you guys need like websites and stuff, hit us up. <laughs> hit them up. Hit them By up. the way, top quality websites. Though. You can't pass it up. What do you do for a living, Dan? Um, I tell people I'm a musician, <laughs> uh, but I'm a cook by trade. I've been cooking for a long time and uh, trying to figure out what the fuck to do uh, in the meantime. Okay. That'll let me uh, stay on the road and yeah. Oh, Living that life pretty hard right now. <laughs> oh yeah, just get a job with uh, your own in uh, Air Force Base. Yeah, it's time to get that yeah. background check, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about that. Time to take that your interest. <laughs> so you know, aside from you know going to work, you know grinding away at that, uh, playing music, uh, what else do you guys like to do for fun? I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, man, like we write the music for fun and like, <laughs> yeah, it's, basically <laughs> like, it's basically like in our face so much right now but um yeah. we've been here and there lately since we got back from tour but we really try to get together and write music all the time and uh, mm-hmm. other than that though i mean don't really do anything that sound boring i like to go hiking and shit like that like get out and experience colorado yeah, for hell, yeah. hell yeah hell like, yeah um shit. what are your uh what are your favorite places to go hiking at in colorado springs dude garden i like just going up to like either garden of the gods or one of my personal favorites is going up to gold camp road mm-hmm. and then just going one direction you just make a right lane and you just take that shit for like 20 30 minutes yeah. Just Gold. create your own path and see where you get. Gold right. Camp is like this road that like runs along the mountainside, so you can just overlook the whole city. And it's pretty. There's a bunch of places to pull off, and it's a really cool spot. The oh. Overlook is like one of the really popular sites, but when you just go and hike for like 30 minutes, and you get to like the third mountain top, and you're above everything, like the view is insane from there. Oh yeah. There's another place though called Red Rock Canyon off of Highway 24 in Fuck Colorado yeah. Springs. Mm. They have like. A bunch of hiking, obviously, but also, like, mountain, um, like, rock climbing and stuff. And they got bike trails and shit, too, that got recently added to that. They got, like, some gnarly-ass bike track. It's all fairly close, too. A bunch of jumps and shit. Yeah. It's pretty oh, right on. Right on. You know, I've, um, I've hiked, uh, Garden of the Gods before, and, you know, the, before this, I'd never been a Garden of the Gods, and it was, it was a pretty, pretty amazing experience, mm-hmm. you know, just being up there and just, like, it's so scenic up there. It's just amazing. It's beautiful everywhere you look from there. Oh, yeah. If you go on a holiday, though, that it's packed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, if you, if you if you go on the holiday, mm-hmm. Sorry about your luck on that one, you know. Um, so, do you guys have, um, do, you, do you guys have new music on the way, or? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh you do? So, right now, we are, um, in the middle of writing our debut album. Mm-hmm. Which is slated to come out um, in early 2020 sometime. Okay. Um, we're about halfway through writing, so we're pretty much just digging down on that and getting getting ready to get to the studio in the next few months and uh, banging out. I mean, yeah, we're just uh, right in the middle of writing it right now. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, do you know how long it's gonna be or any song? Like how how many songs is on there? Or? Yeah, eleven songs. Eleven songs. 11 songs. Okay. And hopefully, like. Thirty-five or forty-minute runtime. Oh hell yeah! Right on, right on. Um, I know a lot of bands like to 
uh, re-record um, songs that were like on their EP, like that or demos that first came out. Um, is there going to be any of those on the the LP? No, nope. it is going to be fresh, all new, all new original, fresh, new evolved crown mag guitar. Oh yeah, straight dead. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, out of all of the bands that you guys have toured with, um, who's, like, your homies? Dude, uh, this fucking shirt you're seeing right here is one of I mean, I'll be be honest, like, every, every band that we've gotten a tour with has been awesome. Um, we just did a run with, uh, our super good friends (laughs) in Kill. (laughs) Shout out to Kill. Yeah. Love you guys. The dudes from Alabama. Dirty South boys. We still they got a group are, chat going with those dudes. They are bro. some of the best dudes we've ever met, aside from music, just as people, great human beings. And uh, dude, shout out to Underlier though. Those dudes yes, are awesome. Dude, Underlier, Underlier was my very next point once we finished about Kill. Because um, Underlier is some fucking Canadian boys that drove out here, yeah, made the fucking balls deep adventure into America, which they've never been to. Well, that's a tire too, like in America. That Dude, yeah, their shit's been crazy, but uh, mad props to those boys. They've been grinding but, um, hard. They just released some shit, by the way. Check that shit out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go check it out. But, um, uh, we, uh, we bonded this, uh, kill just because, uh, we had a great rum, a uh, great tour with them, uh, in June. The Murderous Intentions tour. But, uh, it was just, uh, brutally hot the entire time, and we were, uh, having a great time, but also simultaneously suffering. <laughs> we have no AC Great amount. Band, uh, yeah, the, so we had zero <laughs> yeah, AC we can the tell band. the story. The AC went, the AC's been out, and we decided, you know, we still wanted the tour, and, uh, in yeah, the middle it was, of the summer. It was in the south, in the 95, fucking uh, summer. 95 degrees every day, and extreme humidity, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, yeah. Sauna fucking everywhere once we left the house. We all kind of sucks. developed a, I want to say, but a hatred for the South. But yeah, we had, look, like, thank God we had Kill with us because they, you drove home. they yeah. made it, they made it, uh, you know, worth it. And oh, yeah. They, and, and they throw down every night and they are, they're great so musicians. good. Great musicians, great people, so check them out for sure. And Hell yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we've been fortunate to tour with all awesome bands, but we love those Kill, kills, kills, love those kills the fucking those lizards and boys. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> Spencer bit the head off of a lizard. What <laughs> the fuck? In the yeah. mall parking lot, it, it was, was like, dead as fuck, and dead, he was not man. gonna do it, bro. He picked it up, and, and then, then I was just like, dude, what would Ozzy do? He looked at the sky, bit the head off of this motherfucker, and threw him on the ground. What it was the so, fuck? And there's video it was evidence. so sick. It was the sickest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we got videos. I about. love you, Spencer. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> you guys have also played with... Um... Squeege. <laughs> Squeege, boy. Sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, you guys also played with like a bunch of bunch of cool regionals. Like uh, I remember seeing you guys in uh, Colorado Springs with... Uh, Ingested and uh, Body Snatcher. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, what are some of your favorite? Yeah, I mean, I'll be the first to say that we've gotten, you know, gotten the opportunity to play with all of our favorite bands, basically. So we're really lucky in that mm-hmm. in that department. I mean, what do you, what do you guys favorite uh, shows we've played? We've played with, like Viar and Whitechapel and like Fallujah and Fit, oh. Fit for an Autopsy. Well, we played that show with Suicide Silence. That was like life changing. Hell that yeah. band's influenced, like, a lot of me personally, like, as far as, like, music. Mm-hmm. And when you finally get to play with your idols that you've been, like, looking up to these people for years, and they just tap on your shoulder, and they're like, what's up, bro? Like, what's your name? 
that's like the coolest shit ever. Now, did it's you like not only when they're like big bands, but they're cool personal people. Right. Yeah. Now, did you uh, did you guys play with them uh, before Mitch Luker passed away or after? That was, was after. after. Okay, so it was. Um, that was the very beginning of Eddie. Like. Joining okay. Him. Okay. Speaking of Eddie, where the fuck is All Shall Perish? I was thinking Dude. about that the other day. We I know. Suicide Silence and rejoin that band. All Shall Perish. I know. I know. First band I ever saw that I got in a mosh pit for, man. Shit changed my life. Seventh grade. Yeah, I, I, same thing here. Like I remember seeing them with uh, fucking. Flesh God Apocalypse, Carnifex. Yes, oh, we also uh, played with Carnifex pretty recently. Yeah, oh, we yeah. just played that show. That was fun. Where was that at? Was that? That was the Black Sheep. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we played with Oceano twice. Now, yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, I, I would say, like, we've gotten to play with Spite, like, two times, and seeing them live and, and getting to, like, show the stage with them is insane because mm-hmm. they're insane. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fuck out of Spite. But I think they're like, amazing. One of my, probably my favorite show we've ever played has been the ones with Oceano. Because I've always loved that band, and I got to meet their members and you know shoot the shit with them a little bit, and that, you know it's just like this is why you do it, I guess you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. It just makes it worth it. Oh yeah. Plus, you know, the cool thing about being in a band too is like you know, once you get on to like you know bigger regional shows, like you see like your idols, you know, and you're just yeah. like, I love you. And it's a <laughs> it's a learning experience too because you get to see these insane pro bands kill it and. That's what you want ultimately for your own band, so it's just like yeah, you know, yeah. It's like going to school or something. Right, yeah, that. going to school. Yeah, just yeah, seeing these guys, their stage presence, the stuff they just say in between their songs, they're everything about them. It's just like a learning experience to watch a band like that every night. Hell yeah. Um, what are some other uh, funny tour stories you guys have? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, so there was this one time we almost died, like hitting a oh, deer on the way back. Yeah. Oh god! Gee, we've so almost died. On straight up, we we, we had a show in Colorado Springs. <laughs> I think it was. It was the kickoff of our yeah. underwater tour. That mm-hmm. was the show with who? Like who was that show? That was with Spite, right? Uh, that was with Enterprise. It doesn't matter. Enterprise. Enterprise. Anyway, 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 anyway. So we drive 13 hours to Salt Lake City, which is brutal. As hell. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> um, and it's not that bad going there during the day, but uh, that show that night we had to like drive back to Denver for a show the next day so it was another 13 hours so we oh, had to drive fuck. overnight and during the middle of the night I think like Jesse and I were up front yeah. in the van <laughs> and like it started snowing outside and we already had a bad experience from the snow which I'll get into that in a that's second a whole yeah, <laughs> that's but, like, we, we like everyone's asleep and I'm just like sitting at the van like in the front driving and like there's a family of deer on I- I-80 and like Wyoming, I think, <laughs> and like I swerved to like try to like miss them, and it came like about two inches from hitting the van. Dude, we oh, swerved shit. into the other fucking lane. Like yeah. Nick took the widest swerve ever and barely missed this motherfucker's horns. Holy like, shit! Like I was so fucking like, oh shit, <laughs> we're gonna die. And we all already had a really poor experience with uh, like a, a tour we did with Sky Burial actually back in like 2016, like where we almost died just from snow in that exact same spot. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So it was pretty much like, I don't want to drive through I-80 or Utah ever again. <laughs> well, at least when it's snowing. Yeah. Dude, you couldn't yeah, see right. five feet in front of the van. <laughs> oh shit. And there's semis passing us at like 40, and we're going like 10, 15. I think <laughs> it was a frightening. I lit experience. my pillow on fire last Ooh, night. Oh, that's, yeah. a <laughs> that's, that's a good one. So that's a good one. That's a good one. In San Antonio, it's really hot, and we're all fucking. I was smoking a cigarette while I was driving. While I happened to like flick it out the window as I was taking the exit, but we were, had the big body windows open that we never usually open. So, anyways, 
we didn't I didn't know that it had swooped right back in and went back onto my pillow in the cot and we're kind of chilling at this light like man I think the van smells it's probably just the heat and then Nick just happened to look over my fucking pillow was on fire literally engulfing flames <laughs> 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 we were just like holy shit man it was pretty brutal there was so much smoke coming off of this pillow I saw it in my peripherals and I thought the van was overheating Oh shit! So I'm stressed now, like God damn it! And, and then Byron instinct. turns around, and is like, "Yo, my fucking pillow, dog." <laughs> my first instinct is a like big asshole, like, like a blanket. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was gonna catch the blanket on fire too, like. I know I can um, speak for everyone that luckily we've got to experience this many times. But one of my favorite parts of tour is taking pictures of Jesse's face when he's asleep. <laughs> Dude, fuck <laughs> because, you guys. Because he's he's passes right, out. Bro. He passes so out. You know what and happens? his eyes are like half open God. still. And then he just is sleeping like, like zombified. Here, I just had one pulled. Oh up. boy! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gotten to experience this many times, luckily. And there's many times that have even gone without pictures, but that's like a, that's always a great, you know, Thank you. spirit cool, spirit lifter. <laughs> no, bro, I sleep up. with my eyes open like over half of the time. We pulled up to a fucking I don't understand show why. in Arkansas, and they were mowing a fucking grass in the middle of a. There's a wooden platform. Oh, it wasn't was grass. It was away. two and a half feet of weeds. That was like a, oh, <laughs> sure. a half of fucking grass. Brutal. And then they were like, plug into this gas generator to power your <laughs> shit. And here's the stage, which is this half ripped out shed with hornets, hornets, <laughs> hornets, <laughs> nests all over it. The guy, he's like, yeah, the guy's bringing the pay, PA and he's also bringing the can of raid. And we're, we're <laughs> like, yeah, we're, uh, we don't know about this. <laughs> um... Do you guys have any endorsements at all, or? Uh, I have, I only have one. I have uh, just Scorpion Percussion. They hooked me up with sticks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That'd be awesome. Right on. Right on. Definitely. Uh, we are currently working on that a lot right now. So. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, in the near future, we will have more. I'm trying to get the Radom real bad, but they won't email me back. <coughs> Radom, please. <laughs> Um, and maybe some uh, Legator guitar <laughs> or something. <laughs> 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 the cabs. Love you guys. Love you guys. Yeah. Um, we use your shit. What age would you guys say were you when you discovered, you know, like metal and hardcore and shit like that? And what was the band that like started it all for you guys? I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, if you want to go way back, I remember being a little kid and listening to like Hybrid Three by Linkin Park and like Marilyn Manson from like. You know the late '90s and early 2000s. Right. That, yeah. Like, was what got me on like, in the old Lincoln Park when like Chester would do screams. I was like, oh my gosh, like dudes do vocals like that. And then, I got into Slipknot like everyone else. Obviously, loved Iowa. And then I found like core music from listening to August Burns Red when I was like in like a freshman in high school in like 2008 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I just you know found all the classics. I you know loved like the Cleansing by Suicide Silence and. I mean, that's a classic thing. album. Yeah, absolutely. Know? That's, like, the classic album. And, you know, This Is Exile and all that classic shit just got me in, like, the heavy shit. And I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> went, went like that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of listeners know that, you know, I've told this story multiple times. But, you know, I, I started out on uh, Whitechapel's This Is Exile yeah. on Rock Band. Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No way. But I probably won't tell the story again because I've told this story so many times on the podcast. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, for me personally, I grew up on Slayer a lot. Like, I love the fuck (laughs) Slayer when I was a kid. Like, all through elementary school, I listened to Slayer all the time. 
then I got into like bands like Slipknot and shit like that. That kind of evolved my thoughts. And then I took like a metalcore per, like route for a little bit because like that was just like the only band I was in that was doing something like playing shows and actually making shit happen. Hmm. So I was in a metalcore band for a little bit. So I listened to some albums like The Miss May I Apologies Are For The Week mm-hmm. was a pretty good fucking like album. Then that kind of like brought me back more into the deathcore approach because I was interject like ingested was fucking amazing back then. Oh fuck yeah! And like when Flesh got Apocalypse dropped their shit or Arsis and all those bands, like I was just into a lot of like extreme death metal. Fuck yeah! Then you know the usual like As Blood Runs Black dropped. Oh and, god, I haven't god. heard that one in forever. <laughs> Allegiance is one of my favorite albums ever. Fuck yeah! But, uh, oh, that one, all the usuals, shit. you know what I mean? Like Whitechapel, Suicide Silence, yeah. all those other bands. Yeah. Got, dude, Job for a Cowboy. Dude, yeah, dude, dude. That changed my fucking life. Where the fuck are they now? Like, holy shit. Serpent Hypnosis? Dude, they yeah. are evolving. Yeah. yeah Johnny Davies in that new band, Serpent Hypnosis. Yeah. And they are uh, pretty fucking badass. I haven't heard anything. If you haven't checked it out, definitely do it. It's a full album, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, check that shit out. It's yeah, they're good as fuck. I love that band. Uh, for me, um, I used to have a cousin, Jason, when I was about 11 years old. I was walking downstairs, and he was blasting Dig by Mudvayne. Hell and yeah. I, I kind of heard the drop. I kind of fell in love with it. But uh, this kid, Ding. Gabe Maison, <laughs> that kind of, like, changed my life. It was, I think, like, seventh grade or something. But he had just showed me Job for Cowboy when they had dropped Doom. And then basically, he was just always showing me all the good stuff. You know, I was really into uh, Count Your Blessings, Allegiance, um, just stuff like that, man. Really early deathcore. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is kind of like a two-day story, but I'll try to you know, <laughs> narrow it down here. Um, so Long story short. My, my dad had a copy of the Black Album by Metallica. Okay. I'm not really proud of that, but <laughs> I, I definitely jammed that a lot when I was like eight or nine. And then one day my cousin, um, we went on a road trip to Joplin, Missouri, and he was like, hey, have you heard As I Lay Dying? And I was like, what? What is that? And given that I was like in Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, that's that was pretty cool because like uh, Shadows of Security, that, that album, um, I jammed that with him on the, de- the way up and I was like, this is awesome. Um, and then I actually played in a band with like some kids I went to school with like in junior high who play in a band called Bones of the Earth now. Um, and the guitar, play, the guitar player Rafe actually showed me August Burns Red and Smack Defilement by Whitechapel mm-hmm. and that was like the moment where I was like oh my god <laughs> there's like a whole core universe out there yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you know it's just kind of a steady progression into like more tech death stuff from there like I listened to that Mafia EP from Flesh God Apocalypse mm-hmm. around that time dude Flesh God Apocalypse yeah and oh My Fears Have Become Phobias I listened to that song like a bajillion times over yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know that progressed into like Fallujah and Spite and all the stuff we listen to now and I love all that stuff so. well fuck yeah well, fuck I gotta yeah. give a little quick Shout out to Amir because that was the first oh, yeah. Ultra Pitch show <laughs> that I ever used to listen to. And the Acacia Strain, too. And the Acacia Strain. There's, I mean, I could, there's probably 10,000 bands I could say that about. Yeah, yes. That was some of the first, like, really heavy, like, kind of shit that I listened to that I was like, oh my god, okay. Like, oh, this is intriguing. You know. Do you guys remember the first ever metal show you've ever been to? Yes. Absolutely. What was it? First, like, first real metal show I was at was Kill Switch Engage, Devil Wears Prada, and Dark Tranquility. <laughs> and oh, it was shit. a badass fucking show. And that was probably in 2008. Oh, shit. So that'll tell you how badass it was. <laughs> <laughs> I had some pretty fucking amazing parents who took me to OzFest 2001. Oh, shit. I was six years old. I was turning seven in two weeks. 
So I saw Black Sabbath, Marilyn Manson, Slipknot, Disturbed, like Mudvayne. I got the autograph from the original vocals to Drowning Pool that day. Oh, shit. It was a life-changing experience. Once I went to that show, that's when I realized, like, this is what I need to fucking do in my life. Because there's no better experience than just watching, like, a massive festival as a six-year-old that has the imagination of being a musician. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That shit, like, sparked a fire, so I wanted to do it from then. Fuck yeah. Mine was goddamn five finger death punch when they were fired, dude. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the way of the fist, dude, and yeah. they were just playing like 500 cap venues and just like fucking shit up, dude. I was like, I think it was sixth grade, man. It was badass. Thank you again, Gabe, because then a year later we went to that All Shall Perish and Suffocate show, and that shit changed my life. Fuck yeah. Gabe Mazon, I love you. I actually went to a uh, local show, like, in Northwest Arkansas called Skia Fest, and it was full of, uh, like, I was actually fortunate, there was a bunch of good bands who, like, were around that area, um, but there was a band called The Overseer, um, I think their drummer actually plays in a band called Wolves at the Gate now. No, no shit. Yeah, um, but that was, like, the first actual metal show I guess I went to, and it was, it was amazing. Hmm. I'm not sure if I told this story before on the podcast, but fuck it, I'll do it again if I did, but... Uh, the first ever metal show I've ever been to uh, was Judas Priest in uh, uh, Red Rocks. Fuck uh, yeah! That's they a played good first show. Yeah, Seriously. yeah, and they played with uh, White Snake too. So oh that was uh, yeah. that was pretty awesome. But like the first like I guess like death metal death course show I've ever been to, um, it was the lineup was uh, Whitechapel. They were playing um, oh, what's the third album called? Uh, a new era of corruption. Yeah, they played yeah. that album in its entirety. Um, Chelsea Grin. Um, I declare war. Fuck nice. yes. Uh, <laughs> the Acacia Strain. Oh my god. What year? Uh, this was like in fucking. 2011 maybe or something. 2011, 2012, around that time. But I got a funny story of that show. <laughs> so. You know, I've never heard of, you know, the Acacia Strain before, and, and I've never heard of I Declare War before, and, you know, I became a fan of both of those at the same show, but uh, my friend at the time, Anthony, um, I went with him, and, uh, you know, we were kind of kind of off to the side. This was, like, you know, the first, like, indoor show, I guess, you know, you could say, and it was the first time I've ever been to the Summit, and, uh, you know, we were, just, we were just chilling under the stairs, and, you know, he's just like, hey, man, you want you want to move up for this next band? I was like, sure, fuck yeah. So, you know, the case of Strain was about to go on. And um, <laughs> it gets better. It, it gets much better, trust me. So, uh, you know, I'm looking around the venue, you know. It's like, yeah, it's a pretty cool place, you know, first time here, fuck yeah. And then, you know how they got, like, the uh, the balcony up there? Mm-hmm. So I look up at the balcony, and there's this guy. He's, like, getting up on the railing, like he's about to fuck some shit up from there. He's all looking at the band like, fuck you know and then um a bunch of people look up at him and he looks down at him he's like hey hey and people are just like the fuck you know and then he jumps and then like people move the fuck out of the way (laughs) (laughs) and then like you just heard this like really fucking loud slap and you felt it in the ground oh my god i was like i was just like what the fuck did i just see Yo, shout out to that dude. Oh, no. No, no, no. It gets better. It gets fucking better. He gets back up like nothing fucking happened. Yeah, he's like, eh, whatever. 
alcohol, man. Alcohol. Crazy shit. And then um, <laughs> at that same show, um, during the same band, um, some guy uh, tried to get up on top of me. Shut the fuck up. Not like that. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, he wanted to crowd surf, you know, and I'm trying to push him up, you know, and then, like, um, he, uh, he puts his hand on my head. And it slips. There goes my fucking glasses. And it was like in slow motion too. Like even the music was in slow motion. It was just like, <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck, you know, whatever. Stomped on them, whatever, you know. And then um, after they got done playing, um, Whitechapel was setting up. And then my mom texts me. She's like, uh, hey, how's the show? And I'm like, I can't see. <laughs> She's like why what happened I'm like well I, I lost my glasses I mean kind of fucking sucks but you know she's like well I hated those glasses anyway so I was like well cool I just smashed them for you <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome mom <laughs> love you mom um you guys um you guys got any other like crazy concert stories kind of similar to that or there was one time that we can tell dude there was <laughs> one time when I was at the beginning of like the band before we have the set that we have now mm-hmm. i decided to drink an entire bottle of tennessee honey before i played oh god i drank the entire bottle blacked out in the parking lot woke up to dan telling me we played in like five minutes <laughs> this was in our uh, very early local band yeah. <laughs> oh, this was geez. back in the we day before i took this shit seriously like i was fucking up real bad at this point in time so i like woke up Forced myself to puke, try to recuperate, drink as much water as I could, puke that water up, and I almost fell off the stage. But <laughs> the music notes that I was playing were on, like my muscle memory and the practice that I had kept me in the show. It was fine. I was just way too fucked up for my own good, and I will never fucking do that shit again. <laughs> I promise you that. It was impressive, though, to be honest with you. kind of reminds me of uh, this one story um, when I had uh, Stages of Decomposition out here uh, for my birthday show. Big shout-out to those guys. Um, they were telling me this story of uh, when they played, uh, I think it was Chicago Domination Fest a few years ago. <coughs> but um, their, um, I think it was their drummer, their guitarist, I don't know, one of the two. Um, he goes missing, and uh, Stages is supposed to go on, like, in 10 minutes or something like that been there yeah and then um they were like well shit you know we're we're smooth you know where the fuck is he and they were looking around for him and uh i guess one of the buddy buddies comes up to him and he's like yeah he's um he's in the hotel room you might you might want to might want to go back there and check on him so from what they told me they got there he was um hugging the toilet there was puke everywhere, and I don't remember who went up to him, but he said, hey, motherfucker, you got to get up and play a show, and he's like, okay, I shit you not, they played the show, and he played perfectly fine, <laughs> <laughs> and he was just fucking gone. That's that muscle crazy. memory. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that practice adds up, man. Oh, I yeah. I fucking remember that show, besides the moment I stepped, and my <laughs> pinky toe was like two inches from a four-foot drop. I looked down, I was like, fuck no, fuck no, walk over to the center, and I almost ran into Dan and shit, and I was like, alright, 
Gather yourself, motherfucker. You're good. <laughs> I got a, I got electrocuted on our last tour. Oh, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like Frankie Palmieri status. Yeah, <laughs> do tell. So we were playing at Killer's Tacos in Denton, Texas. Sorry if that makes you guys look bad, but your tacos are fucking good. Tacos are awesome. Tacos are fire. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it was a, it was kind of a small stage, like in the back of this taco shop, and um, there's like this like little light fixture thing in front of the stage that's like actually only about six inches taller than my head is, mm-hmm. and I'm only like six foot tall, so it's really low ceiling. Anyways, we're in like the middle of like our like third song, and I like put my arm up, you know, when I'm doing like vocals, or whatever, and I like come down and I accidentally like hit one of the wires out. And I was like, oh, like, it's unplugged. It looked like a phone jack kind of thing. And it was hanging down right in front of my face, so I went to pick it back up. And unbeknownst to me, the part on the side of it was completely exposed, and I just grabbed it and electrocuted the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And then I, like, stopped grabbing it, obviously. Luckily, I was able to. And then a bunch of other people immediately started trying to grab it to try to help me out. And I had to, you know, ward them off. Like, hey, no, this is You're this gonna, is painful. Yeah, pain and uh, yeah, exactly. And, pain uh, and suffering. And no one really, no one really knew what was going on at the time, except for me and my mind. So it was kind of more funny, like right, yeah, that whole scenario. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was not really funny, I guess. <laughs> that that doesn't sound fun scary, at all. <laughs> but um, yeah, tour story. Another tour story. How about the tour story where me and Byron and Jesse were driving back from Vegas, and we were like 200 miles out from the next rest area. And Byron was driving on the highway and had to pee while he was oh driving. God. Oh, God. I so bad that I just woke everyone up because it was in the middle of the night. And I was like, someone hand me a fucking bottle. We couldn't find one because it's all pitch black. And, you know, if you've ever fucking toured, your van just becomes a shithole. So it's really hard to find a bunch <laughs> yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was literally like, I'm going to piss in this fucking seat unless someone... And so fucking Jesse just hands me a big old Dunkin' Donuts. Perfect, right? I just fucking <laughs> yank my pants down while I'm going 80 on the fucking highway <laughs> and just put it right up to my, you know, and just fucking piss, man. Going like 80 and then, yep, threw that bitch. <laughs> Don't let it down. Don't let her. Don't let her. back of the van. <laughs> that was a scary moment. Oh, yeah. man. So many weird things. What's, um, what's probably the weirdest venue you guys have played? Oh man, we played some weird ass venues, dude. <laughs> oh, oh my! Well, as far as experiences while you're there, definitely that fucking place in uh, Blacklight District Lounge, dude. Oh yeah, yes. Long Beach. Long Beach. Okay, so long no, story it's short, it's not a venue anymore. They're on my bar right So this, probably. I'm gonna tell it terribly, but. We just had a bunch of weird experiences there. Yeah, just every time we go to the Blacklight District, you get some pretty odd local guys. Um. <laughs> there was this That's band that was blowing into, like, an Amazonian, like, death whistle at the end of their show. With what a bunch the of fuck? Noise and there was just, like, a bunch it of noise like coming out of this cab. And slow doom with the whistle. There was just, like, smoke coming up everywhere. And then, in the, in the meantime, his drummer was just, like, casually breaking down his kid right behind him. And he's like... <laughs> He's screaming in my face. And then at this, they're like the last band to play, and there's only like there's no one there anymore. And Byron's like sitting right in front of them at the bar, mm-hmm. and the guy's like blowing the whistle right in his face. And I'm standing in the back with like, with our photographer, like, what the fuck's going on? And then Byron just like looks back at me over his shoulder, like, is anyone else fucking seeing? <laughs> it's like I had to make sure someone was seeing <laughs> what the hell I was seeing, man. They were cool ass dudes. They grilled us hot dogs and shit before the show, but. That was just crazy shit that was going on. Yeah. Don't forget the one metal, the one man black metal experience. Smart dude, <laughs> coming out with his fourteenth, fourteenth studio album. Fifteenth album, <laughs> Jesus. 
Yeah, that's another story. We won't even get into that. Uh, let's see, where are we at? Um, I'd say, uh, I'd say we're pretty good. Um, thank you guys so much for taking the time. Thank you, man. Thanks for coming to the show. Fuck yeah, guys. Thanks for having us on. Fuck yeah, definitely. Um, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in, listening to this episode, and, uh, see you next week. Alright, that about wraps it up this time around. Next week, Cage and I go to Waterworld with Duncan, Colin, Justice, and Miles. We come back home and we play Bean Boozled. It was fucking disgusting, let me tell you. Thanks again so much for listening in. Be sure to check out those shows I mentioned before down at the Roxy and Trailside. And as always, we'll see you next time.